In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Leiter. Hey, Browns fans, Odyssey is doing something special for this year's NFL Draft. Brian Baldinger and Jason Lockenfora hosting the 2023 Odyssey Draft Show. Join them on the first night of the draft as they talk with local experts from Odyssey podcasts across the country. I'll be joining them to give instant reaction to the end analysis to the Browns doing absolutely nothing in the first round. But leading up to the draft, check out Baldy's podcast in the huddle for his expert prospect breakdowns. The draft show starts Thursday, April 27th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Listen on the free Odyssey app and watch on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. It's always game day in Cleveland. That voice you just heard was Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you. If you like our podcast, well, then we like you. If you don't like our podcast, well, then we're going to have to consider whether we like you or not. That's just the way we roll on this show. Um, it is always game day in Cleveland. No, if you don't like us, that's okay. Tell us and maybe we'll try to get better. More, maybe we won't listen at all. Doesn't matter. Daryl, let's uh, talk about a lot of things. I mean, you talked about the draft right away. I mean, we're less than a week away from the draft right now, and it feels non-existent here. Yeah, well, because it kind of is. Um, I, I can't wait for the Andrew Berry Friday press conference uh, in which he will tell us absolutely nothing about anything that because he Because there's to nothing do. to talk about. Well, even when there was stuff to talk about, he still told us absolutely nothing about anything. That's what he, Andrew Berry is, is the king of the filibuster. Daryl, I really appreciate the question. I think it's a really good question. Um, I think you realize that when the Browns get in a situation like this, well, we're not going to talk about personal contracts. But what I will tell you, and I'm really glad you asked the question, is that the Browns will do what the Browns need to do. And they will put us, uh, we will put us ourselves in the best position, not only for today, but for tomorrow. And perhaps we'll learn from yesterday. So I hope that answers your question. It didn't, but I appreciate and respect the fact, Andrew, that you said my name. You acknowledged my existence, and you filibustered for 30 seconds. Thank well you. done. Well done. Well done. Thank you. <laughs> I feel good about it. So what, what, do, we, what do we think about this draft, Daryl? Uh, they're drafting the, uh, the practice squad this year. That's kind of what I think. I mean, look, here's – and I, I think I've said this uh, on our various shows on 92.3 The Fan, but, I mean, look, the reality of the, the draft, Andy, is that you know, last year they were in the same spot, right? They didn't pick till the third round. They draft David Bell. Uh, he was like the receiver of the year in the Big Ten or whatever. And like myself included, we all just hyped the crap out of the guy. We're right. like, oh my God, he's going to bring so much to the Browns offense. He's going to do this, that, and the other. And the reality of the situation was that he didn't do squat last year. Why, though? Why? That's my question. Did sorry, they throw the ball to him enough? Did they give him enough opportunities? Was he not good enough? Was he green at the beginning of the season? Maybe he didn't know the playbook because he was young? I don't know, but I do see a guy that could be the Jarvis Landry role there, and I hope that they give him the opportunity to be that guy this year. Yes, I know you are the uh, the president of the David Bell fan club. I have no problem being the president of the um, David Bell fan club. I, I ju I'll just say all the above. I mean, but my point is that we just, like, really hyped up the guy, gassed him up, and the reality was that his contributions were going to be negligible as a rookie. Now, my now, is that is that coaching or is that skill? What do you I, what do we think? I why? think it's everything. Okay. Um, so I think that it's fair to expect a little more out of him this year. But my point is, they're going to make two, well, we think they're going to make two third round picks, right? They they right. got the pick they got from Philadelphia as part of the Elijah Moore trade. Um, 
And then they've got the uh, or the Jets, I mean, not Philadelphia. Uh, the New York Jets for, for Elijah Moore. And then um, they've got the compensatory pick f- uh, from the National Football League uh, with... Uh, for Quasi. Yeah, Quasi Memphis getting uh, hired by the Minnesota Vikings as their GM. So we think they're going to make two third-round picks. We'll see if they ultimately make two Is there any picks, way they just, package those and try to move up? I would hope so, but... Just, I, I just I see them trying to move up for somebody. I just think the people need to temper their expectations about what the players that get drafted will be able to do as rookies, right? Like Perry and Winfrey had one of the greatest draft night press conferences oh, in awesome. the history, right? We were WWE that night. Oh my god! And then obviously now with what he's going through legally, that I think puts his situation with the team in peril. Uh, and so he was, you know, again, as a rookie, negligible contribution. So I just think people need to temper their expectations of what these draft picks are going to be doing for the Cleveland Browns this fall, which is why I continuously joke that Andrew Berry will be drafting the practice squad this uh, next week because that's really what he's going to be doing, right? I mean, the, these guys, if they play, it's going to be out of necessity. I don't know. I look at the roster and I just don't see anywhere where that if you have a third round pick, where that third round pick is going to be impactful on next year's team. That's I think it's going to be a hard spot. Clearly, I would think that they would hang on to the third round pick, but I mean, but then again, I think they'll hang on to all their own picks. So I can't like on normal teams, it might be a situation where you draft somebody in the third round and there might be a chance if you're that good and your team's been around long enough and made the excuse me, made the playoffs enough that you might even figure out, do we really need this third rounder? I I, I don't think we're in that position. I am totally team bleep these picks this year because... Put them all together and try to get one pick? (laughs) I will trade the entire draft for one pick. (laughs) And that... (laughs) Well, it'd be good if we had some higher picks, but we don't. Go Mike Ditka for Ricky Williams, right? Right, exactly. Um, One of the worst trades in New Orleans Saints history, by the way. Uh, Anyway, uh, so... Are you bitter Saint fan? Yeah, I'm bitter Saint fan over that one. Um. Yeah, so I just I just want to temper the expectation. I, I know the draft is like the Super Bowl weekend for Browns fans historically and that, but this team is good enough. And I, I it's interesting, I had a conversation with someone in the organization uh, within the last week um, uh, who is, uh, I'll just say. Now you realize if, a, if someone calls you and asks you if you want to buy season tickets, that's not the same as that's not, talking to somebody in the organization. No, 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 no. I, uh, I would say this person. Is this Daryl? Daryl? Hey, Daryl. It's Andy from the Cleveland Browns. Hey. Hey, I just want to talk to you for a second. See if you want to upgrade that press box seat for the That's right. I just want to see. Season. You know, uh, it's not too late to get on the on the list. There's a great joke that I've heard like every basketball actually, coach. Actually, I don't want to sit in the front row of the press box because it is cold as bleep down and people there. people bang am, on the windows in front of you. I am more than happy sitting in the second row in the press box. <laughs> I can't remember who it was. If it was Lou Holtz or somebody, I was at a press con. I was at a... Uh, I don't know. I was listening to some coach talk, and they were always like, you know, I was really young, and I got my first job, and I was at State U, and man, I remember, you know, how excited I was when I found out that I was going to get the job at State U, and <laughs> there it was, my son, my daughter, my wife, somebody in my family walked over to me and said, Dad, Sports Illustrated is on the phone for you, and they were like, oh my God, wow, this is amazing. I'm there, Sports Illustrated is doing a story on me. And they were like, um, sir? And he was like, yeah, this is Coach so-and-so. He goes, 
Uh, hi, this is so-and-so from Sports Illustrated. Oh, okay. Um, we would like to offer you six weeks at a discounted rate. And it's always just like, it's always one of those jokes. I don't know if it's timely now because of the way things work. And, but I've always, I do think I, that Sports I find Illustrated that as, is one of the few publications that actually still prints. Oh, well, there you go then. I mean, like the Cleveland Plain Dealer doesn't print anymore. Like, every day like it's like two, i forget how many days it is but it's, it's like three two or four or three, is yeah it? it's like two or three or four maybe four days i know i think the buffalo paper now is printed out of cleveland these days like i mean getting up i'm old school man i like having stuff i in do my too hand. and i gotta tell you that why i like the news herald the news herald still puts box scores in there yeah you know like um the uh, uh like i gotta shout out the guardians pr staff because they actually still print media guides i actually thank someone in that organization, I was like, I just want to tell you, no, sorry. I realize I'm a smart ass, and you know, yeah, not everything I say you Don't guys sell yourself short. You're a tremendous smart ass. Yes, um, but I just want to thank you sincerely for still printing media guides because the Cavaliers and the Browns no longer print media guides, and I absolutely hate it because I am old school. I like having it in my hand. I can mark up the pages. I can, you know. Um, you know, highlight stuff, make notes. It's there in my hands when I want to look something up. I don't have to give myself seizures scrolling through 500 PDF pages. Like, I just, I'm old school. I like reading books. I like reading magazines. I like reading newspapers. I hate the everything is read electronically thing today that we have. And, and look, I get it. Like, I totally get it. It's a it's a cost-saving thing for the teams. Sure. You know, they don't have to print all those books now. Right. I, I understand it. Like, I'm not I'm not bashing anybody. But they're all set up to be print, right? But, yeah. It but, looks like when you go through that media guide, right. it's the book. So, here, so here's the thing. So, it's funny. So, last year, I would um, try and print uh, certain segments of, like, the Browns press release. Now, they, they do give us packets week to week. I want to, you know, right. to, to, be, to be fair to them. Right. They do give us a, a, a game book every week. Uh, but like I went and uh, was trying to, you know, print something out of the media guide. And when I print, I don't know if it was print quality or what. I mean, I, I'm kind of a tech snob. So like I have to of have the you best are. of everything. Right. And um, like it was just all blurry when I printed it. So I w- it was not it was not a high quality print job coming off my printer. And I'm like, the hell is going on here? It looks perfectly clear on my computer screen. Right. And I got a nice printer, and it prints out like hot garbage. So I'm sorry um, for all your misfortunes. I know. I <laughs> Instead it, of congratulations on all your successes, yes. congratulations on all your bitching and complaining. Yes, there you that go. makes you you. Daryl, a... nobody cares. <laughs> I do, but it's always game day in Cleveland. We're back right after this. We're going to talk about uh, a number of things because players are speaking in Berea and another angle to the stadium story. <laughs> 